Aye, it's been 26 years since Lehman's pride has decimated the men of the glass continent. A generation has passed and the old heroes have yielded to time. The young have come to test their will against the realm and have their names remembered. Their blood shall mix upon the field of battle, making them sister and brother. The time has come to tell the story. Gather round, weary travelers, and hear the tale of how the realm was tamed and fear was conquered. Let us tell you the days of high adventure. And welcome back. Hey, uh, this is episode three. I hope you guys are enjoying it so far. At this point, we're going to do a quick intro for everybody. I think around episode five, we'll stop doing that because you should have the gist of it by that point. Okay, I'm Steve. I'll be the DM for you. My name's Ashley. I play Penny. My name's Jess, and I play Jules. My name's Atris- or Jen, and I play... I am Atrissa. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I love that. I'm Kim, and I play Fallon. I'm Haley, and I play a bad... Pearl. Lovely. Okay, so at this point, we're just going to recap the last episode for anybody who didn't hear it, or if you're catching it just now. Hit it. Alright, so we spent our first night at the Guild Hall as new initiates. We slept well in our soundproof rooms, individually. We met for breakfast in the Great Hall. We had some awesome food, which gave us some buffs, but Pearl did not eat the food. Then we decided to go to Two Tones castle, tower, keep, to investigate the theft of the golden egg. We examined the bodies, we examined the traps that were around the stolen egg, we examined the blood tracks. Our next step is to take the tools, the thieves' tools that we found, that were used to disarm the traps, to some thieves and try and figure out if they can tell us what make they are, where they might have come from. And so on. So we went to the tower. You're heading towards the tower. We're heading towards the tower. Yes. Okay. And Pearl's guiding you through these alleys and crosswalks. And right. Houses. We don't know where we're going. She's picked where we're going. Okay. And suddenly, without warning, <gasps> yes. a woman appears in front of you. Dun, 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 dun. She didn't say that will be Can you put your marching order down? Double deep. I think Pearl's leading the way. Double deep chassel. Chalice? Chalice. Castle, chassel, cut. Ish. Middle back. Okay. Okay. Fallon somewhere towards the backish area. I'll be kind of towards the frontish behind Pearl area. There. Sure. Okay. Uh, looks like everybody's spaced about five feet from each other, but. Ten feet. Yeah. We were casually walking. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's just that's ten feet from each other. It's kind of broad, actually. I mean, for you to get to the front's thirty feet. Is that oh, what yeah. Yeah, that's what I want. Okay. okay. Good to go. Here we go. Okay, so a woman comes out from the alleys. She's in rags and looks decrepit, and then all of a sudden she stands up straight and looks at you over. She goes, oh, I see you all have joined us. I understand you're investigating the poor happenings at Two-Tone's home. Um, maybe you should put that off. Anything anybody wants to do? I'll speak to her. Sorry, just passively. You spot three people trying to be sneaky on the roof. The cleric just... Do they look like guild members? Your guild or a thieves' guild? Either. I'd say I'd I'd want to identify if they were part of our guild first, and then if I couldn't see the missing finger, I'd want to 
try to determine if I could figure out if they're part of another guild. If you were to say, you would assume that they are most likely part of the Thieves' Guild of some kind or another. Yes, the Assassin Thieves' Guild. Okay. I'll lean over to Penny because she's next to me. And I'll just kind of like nudge her and then covertly just kind of point up to where she should be looking for the other people. Okay, she spots them. But this woman is saying they're looking expectantly at you all. Uh, okay, well, we'll definitely consider it. I assume that I'm the, I'm the face. So I walk up to her and I say, you suggest we stop investigating? Yes, for your own help. We are investigating it at this point. Oh, who are you? She pulls back her robes, and you don't even need to make a spot. She has this amazing black, like, short sword. Uh, It's made out of black onyx, but at the hilt of the top of the sword, there's a black pearl. Oh, I see. (laughs) I think we will take your advice, and I will just leave with my party now to an area that doesn't encroach upon your space. Lovely. Just to make you aware, we aren't responsible for this, but we are investigating. We are aware that you aren't responsible for it. There's no reason why we have to butt heads on this. It's appreciated. Okay. I turn around and motion to my crew that, like, basically, I think that we should, uh, like, you know, with my head, like, girls, get out of here. Like, turn around and walk away. Okay. Bye, guys. Yeah. I'm going to make sure everyone else leaves the alleyway before I do. Okay. You all exit the alleyway? No problem. You turn around to look. It looks like the woman's gone. The people that you saw up on the roofs, the three people with crossbows, looks like they're gone as well. All right. So I'm going to say, I'm sorry. I had to make a decision for the group, but being as new to this as we are and the fact that I saw magic yesterday that I've never seen in my entire life. I don't think that we could take these people on. The question also becomes, do we have a choice in dropping this guild mission? Yeah, we had four other contracts we could have chosen. I'm sure we could just get reassigned and maybe put this one at the back of the pack for somebody else to possibly pick up and possibly get killed over. Or we could just take our time investigating it. More quietly. I mean, yeah. Five years to do 10 contracts. Yeah, exactly. So we don't solve this today. Yeah. Just kinda... I'm okay with putting this also, in the back I mean, She flashed her dagger. Yeah, Penny. You're right. Pearl, do you have anything to say? Because I've seen you have a dagger like that. Are you double gilding or something? What dagger? The one you stabbed the guy with in the eye. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I stacked him with a rapier. No, you didn't. You stabbed him with a dagger. I sat behind the pillar and watched it. Did you stab him with the regular dagger, though? Or did you stab him with a black dagger? No, she stabbed him with a black dagger. With a rapier. It was a black dagger. It was a black dagger. We all saw it. I'm not sure what you're talking about. It matches that lady's sword. I mean, if you know anything about this, it would be really helpful if you told us. It wasn't me. Where did you get the dagger? Well, it wasn't you. No, we just want to know where That's a weird here. thing to say. I'm rolling inside. Yeah. Adds <coughs> a 23. Give me a deception. I advantage. stole the dagger. Oh, actually, don't. Yeah. From who? 
She's being honest. She yeah. stole the dagger. From who? From who? That's some personal things. Well, we're all personally involved. Yeah, are but these okay, guys... Okay, that's fine. When did you steal it? I stole it about four years ago. Okay. And did, you, did you steal with an egg? I did not steal it with an egg, no. No, the egg was two days uh, ago. The egg was two days ago. She stole the dagger four years ago. Forty years ago. I didn't ask you if she stole it with the egg. I asked her if she stole the egg. But what would incline you to believe that she did? Yeah, why would you ask that? That's a little meta. Sorry. Yeah, there's no reason we'll do that. She hasn't unfortunately given us any Any reason why. We just think she's a troubled halfling who has a size complex. (laughs) Okay. And a bad sense of balance. All right, well, Pearl, do me a favor. (laughs) Now that I know these guys have weapons like that, is there a way that you can disguise that weapon so that if somebody else sees you with it, these guys don't come after us? Because I'm kind of scared to have you in the party if you've done something bad to those people. Question. Maybe. Can this be just a DM question? Sure. Okay. Backstory. So I stole the dagger from Poppy, uh-huh. who is a troubled assassin. Yes. If I went to these other assassin guilds, which I'm guessing they're part of the dagger assassin, they would also agree that Poppy was troubled. Could I frame it on Poppy? Possibility exists, but deception would have to be high. Okay, so maybe later. Possible. So my question is... I mean, you can always backtrack to where they are now. You know where they are if you want to go try to have a conversation. Am I able to disguise this dagger? You can wrap it up in anything you want, yeah. Okay. Yes, easy. A lot of people have seen you with it, though. Okay. Well, I could not use the dagger for a while. Well, I mean, it seems to be your, weapons of, your weapon of choice. Maybe if we go to the Ten Thunders Guild, there's leather straps or something that you can wrap around the hilt just to make it. And maybe, like, the quartermaster can dip it in silver. Or something. I don't know. Whatever. I mean, it could be just made. It's your favorite thing. I'm just... You got it from somewhere a long time ago, and I don't want trouble from these people. No problem. Okay. So are we are we just going to drop this mission then? I vote because yes. Because some people came up on us in an alley. I am scared of those people. Or we I can talk we... to those people because the person I stole the dagger from is a very troubled person. I don't want any trouble with those people. Anything. Like, there's lots of troubled people. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I say we counsel with Coram. Okay. That's a good idea. Yeah, she knows more than we do. But yeah, I'm I'm terrified of these yeah, people. Yeah, let's ask her if she even wants us to get involved with that because of those people. Yeah, we just need a little more guidance. Okay, so we're heading back to the guild hall. The guild hall. Okay. As you're heading back to the guild hall, suddenly without warning. God damn it! Adventure. <laughs> Might as well just keep this as we are here. Another woman comes out from around the corner. She's wearing very noble garb. Very highly, like, fancy dress, multiple rings, multiple necklaces. She's got uh, earrings going up each side of her ears. She has a beautiful tiara on. She has her nose and lips pierced, and she's tattooed on the face. And she basically leans against the wall. You spot, because of your insane (laughs) perception, three other, like, rogues on the walls. They look very low class, and they don't look as... Fancy. Well attired as the other ones. I'll so covertly point them out to Penny again. Okay. Uh, this woman comes up 
and she looks you all up and down. And she says, I hear that you're doing a little investigation. You've heard wrong. Hmm. Well, we also are doing a little investigation. So there's a little bit of a contract that may have gone out for your little egg that you're looking for. If you would find the individual who cashed in on that contract, we would be most appreciative. We got our little prize, but it came with a little string attached to it. We'll be willing to pay you for this. I'm confused. Repeat that? Are you using the word little so much? Huh? I'm, I'm, I'm lost at what you're asking for. Can you say it in a more direct manner? Hmm. Yes. So she kind of starts saying things more obfuscated in a strange language. Basically, you pick up, only you pick up this in these can. So she's basically saying, figure out who it was who got this goddamn egg and murdered all these people so sloppily, and we'll pay you money for that. Okay. So she starts saying, like, the bluebirds, they come down and they attack, and then there's their eggs get stolen by ravens, and then they get hatched in. It's disturbing. Figure it out. And she turns around and walks around a corner. You're the only person that catches all that. So. Did anybody understand what she was talking about? Do I recognize Thieves Camp at all as a language? Nope. Okay. It's, it's double negatives. Yeah. Subdual meanings, things like that. It's all obfuscated. Um, I didn't catch any of that. Yeah. Cool. Uh, something about birds. The other three try to sneak away, and they're very piss poor at sneaking away, just to make you aware. Okay, they're gone. Basically, they're looking for the person who killed all those people and stole the egg. And do they want us to find it, or do they want us to not? You can infer that they are the person that made the contract for the egg from the thieves' camp they spit out. Oh, they're the contract writers. So yeah. Um, are they looking to double hire? No, that is the person who put the contract out, right? So they've already basically hired. They just wanted to... Egg us on. Gotcha. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Sorry, I think you're misunderstanding. Uh, no, I think I'm misunderstanding. So wait, so they're saying they're looking for the person they contracted. Correct. The person they contracted not give up the egg? To get the egg. <laughs> oh, so they're literally looking for us and we said no, we're not. No. No, no, no. They're no, looking for the person. They're looking for the person they got originally contracted for the egg. Correct. Did oh. they that person not give them the egg? No, that person paid. So why are they looking at They said that there was a string attached? Because there's all kinds of strings attached to the egg now. Uh, too many people looking for the egg. Too many uh, people died in the process of the egg? It's finding? a big, it's, a, it's kind of a big deal too yeah. right now, apparently. So am I supposed to give them the egg back? Go ahead and give me a passive insight at this point. Regular insight? Not very strong at all. Okay. It will be like a five. Five? Five. <laughs> okay. So... You've done missions in the past. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you do the mission, you get the item, you pay the person. Okay, you've done jobs in the past, right? So you know you get the item, you give the item to the fence, the fence pays you. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. Now, in this contract, you know, so far, you got the item, you killed a few people, somehow you got the black eyes mixed into the whole thing, and then you went and sold the item. So you've kind of added some extra steps that have made the item a little tainted at this point. Got it. So, these are the people that originally contracted for the egg. Uh-huh. And you also know that the black eyes are trying to figure out who got the egg. 
Okay, and I know who got the eight because I paid, yeah, gave you know it to them. Yes. They're trying to find information on the person who got the egg. So that's what you know because you can speak. Thieves can't. They don't have all that information. Okay. So, and thieves can't. There's no more thieves there. Oh, okay. Bye, thieves. Never mind. They all left. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just going to tell them exactly that. You're going to tell them the full story about that, what the thieves About what the thieves said. Okay. So she shares this information with you. Okay. You don't know how she got this convoluted information from the way this woman is talking. I don't think that changes anything. I don't want to investigate this anymore. Well, let's go talk to Corn. I mean, yeah. they wouldn't give us a contract that they didn't want us to fulfill, I don't think. But I want to ask if they know. I think they want us to fulfill it. It's just are willing to fulfill it. Right. I just want to confirm that they understand that the Black Eyed Guild is... Involved. Also oh, looking sure. at us. Also discouraging us actively. Okay. So um, you head back to the guild halls. You don't get suddenly surprised again. You walk in. Uh, normal day. No one's doing anything. You go looking for Quorum. You find her in the library as always. She's riding in. Who's approaching? Are you approaches the group? Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll just go up to her and I will just tell her that we were doing our investigation. We were cornered and threatened by four members of the Black Eyed Thieves Guild. Oh, that's interesting. Did yeah. they threaten to kill you? They, not flat out, but Probably. it was implied. Yeah. Interesting. So they definitely don't want us. They said that they are handling this and that we should not get involved for our own safety. So. Sorry, they said that they are handling it. They're also They're investigating looking. it. Mm-hmm. So they're not the ones responsible. No, they did not. They said they are definitely not the ones responsible. And from our preliminary investigation, that seems to be what we believe as well. Lovely. Anything else? The only thing we have found so far is that it wasn't the Black Eyed Guild. We have these tools, these thief's tools, Mm -hmm. that the thief left behind. Interesting. And uh, that it was a skilled assassin, but it was too messy. They stole a lot of things from the uh, people that lived there. And it was not an inside job because they have a Gaius that they're under. Ah, interesting. Uh, Do you want to inform them about the second encounter you had or not? Yeah. Yes. And then when we were leaving the Black Eyed Guild, there was another person who stopped us and said that they're looking for the person that they actually hired to do the stealing of the egg because they didn't get away cleanly. I assume now that there's so much kerfuffle over the deaths that the the egg is a tainted piece of uh, something, you know, that they stole and they can't really get rid of it easily now because it's a famous. So what you've learned is the black guys are investigating this. Yes. So they weren't the ones responsible for taking the egg. Yes. And they weren't trying to assassinate Tuta. No. Then you found out that the person who actually had the contract to get the egg... Was messy. ...is now trying to look for the person they contracted to get the egg. Yes. Because of the mess that was made. Yes. Do you have any idea why the black eyes were implied to have done this, by chance? To have stolen the egg? I don't know who said that they were implied to have stolen it. I don't know why. All right. Well, this has come very convoluted. One moment. 
Corn? Corn? Corn. Corn. May I talk to you about my family in Broken Bridge? I guess so. Okay. I'm going to pull her aside. Okay. And I'm just going to be like, listen, I don't trust these other Sorry. people. Really quickly. Maybe. Can I see their lips? We're in a library with full books. Yes. How far did you pull her? Yes, you can see her lips. Can you see the lips? Okay. I'm okay. going to just silently read the lips. Both okay. lips? I mean, she's like this big and I'm like this big. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Go ahead. Go ahead. You don't trust these people. Anyways, I don't trust these people, but I have a good feeling on who might have done this. Please? Anyway, so the second group that we ran into, we're speaking at Thieves Scan, which you may know that I am a thief. I picked up on that. Okay. So I used to work with this woman named Poppy, who was a assassin, a very troubled assassin. You may have heard her name. No, let's continue. Anyway, she worked for this uh, this guild, a uh, black pearl dagger guild. Oh, the black eyes, yes. The black eyes, yes. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so I was working for her a long time ago, before I made it into class. And uh, Well, you do carry one of the weapons. We assumed you had some association with it. Yeah, so I stole it from her. Oh, interesting. We didn't know if you were part of the guild Yes, or not. yes, yes. So she was a very, very troubled assassin. She uh, had a book of all these people that she had killed, 200 people, hmm. and including those people, she had their hair. Interesting. Yeah, so I believe that this was her. And what makes you think that, just from her MO? Or? Her MO, you know, I think she's looking for me. I ran away from her in the middle of the night. She was very attached. Interesting. All right, well, you all seem a little bit too close to it then. But I don't want them to know. Oh, fair enough. Might I advise you to find a way to mask that daggers. You're a sorcerer. Can you mask it? Not magically, but you might be able to just wrap it in cloth. That might be enough. <sighs> That's so boring. Yes. Don't go strutting around with it. Okay. So she says, well, thank you for trusting in me. Uh, go give me an insight to see if she gets you, uh, let me give her a disadvantage on this. I just want to see if she picks up your obfuscation. What do you got? Twelve. She's nodding her head, and she's like, I'll bring it up with Mouser. And she walks Poppy over to all the rest of you and says... Pearl? She walks Pearl over to Pearl, you? I'm sorry. Pearl. Um, like, whoa, who's Poppy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Looks you all over and says, uh, this may be a little too close to the chest for some of you. Why don't we go ahead and reschedule? We'll, we'll give you half pay for what you discovered. Uh, if you could discover by chance how the Black Pearls were instigated in this, that would be ideal, but uh, if you want to Follow that progress, you're welcome to, but otherwise you're able to choose a new contract. Okay. What's the pay? What's the pay? Well, we don't discuss pay until completion. You, you said half pay. half the pay. You'll get half the pay once it's completed, yes. Oh. Uh, it's not completed until it's, it's completed. completed. Right. Like, why are we getting half instead of full pay if we're going to have to well, complete it? Because no, uh, she's going to have to reassign it to another group. So pretty much once we're the done other with group, it, we're yeah. wiping our hands of it. Uh, yeah. When the other group completes it, we'll get half. Gotcha. Right. Sure. Also, who's going to be our treasurer? The one who's great with math. <laughs> okay, so this is, yeah, a treasurer being of the the party actual people, not uh, in-game. No, it is. Pearl is our treasurer? No. <laughs> I'm saying it is. I mean, it's fine. I, I think this is the discussion. That I think Haley would not want to be treasurer, but Pearl would definitely want to be treasurer. 
Well, you can decide that amongst yourselves. Um, I mean, okay. So at this point, Coram says, well, it wasn't a very satisfactory first encounter, but you definitely made a good account of yourself. Tons of fun. Yes. Maybe that one was a little too hard to start with. Uh, go ahead and choose another whenever you're convenient. So let's go ahead and pull out. Since it's only been a day, she doesn't have any more new writs. That's but, fine. I would yeah. just take the one minute. Oh, that was a, that was a far... Yeah. That was like a one-month trek to yeah, that's right. the right. other one. So the next the one was one. So that's a half. week and a half. And yeah. that was, which one that's was Ashland? Ashland? The temple. Like the temple. The, Clearing the temple. Clearing the temple. Just I think to, it's fine. Yeah. We'll just deal with the hothead when we get there. Yeah. Maybe we've been able to temper a hothead a little She's bit. She's small. We can just put a note on her. <laughs> Can I find another guild that's like also my size? Nope. You get stuck with what you get stuck with. I know, you're such a sizest. What's up with that? I'm pretty sure you guys are the ones calling me hothead. So Think racist. of what you've done since we've met you. <laughs> All right, so we're going with the... I killed a guy that was trying to kill you. We're going with the Temple of the Blossom Tree? Yeah. Yes? Yes. Okay, perfect. Okay, cool. So Quorum looks through and she's like, oh, 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 all right. Well, that's fine. You're going to go with Namdu. He is For a week on a boat. A bit of a pain, just to make you aware. How? Okay, what well, you pay him for us then? He's just an annoyance, so. Would you label him as a hothead? <laughs> I would not label him as a hothead, just an annoyance. Oh, God. Okay. Just to give everybody a quick reminder, this is a new writ of commission. It's basically uh, adventures that the guilds give out. The adventure here would be to go to the Temple of the Blossoming Tree that's dedicated to Bonos, the god of knowledge and fate. Uh, it's located south of Ashenville, which is about a week and a half from where they're currently located. To fulfillment, they would need to secure the temple and prepare for the occupation of the new clergy that's going to come in. The contractor is the Church of Bonos. They're required to take the Bonosians <laughs> and attempt to reclaim the temple. Uh, it was lost during Lehman's Pride when pretty much everyone was slaughtered and they fled out of fear. Um, they're supposed to take a cleric named Namdu with them and make sure it's cleared out to his satisfaction. Cool. Well, we have to take a okay. okay. So is there anything you'd like to do in town before you leave? As far as travel goes, the guild has free reign over pretty much any trade boat. They have full contracts with every other guild that exists. Yeah, she needs to get her uh, weapon masked somehow. Sure. How would you like to go about that? I'm just going to rip some leather off of some truck and half work and wrap it up. She'll do it. I think think there's literally a guy here. There's a guild master who can do that for you. Where you where we won't get in trouble. Yeah, but that costs money. No, no it doesn't. It's, it's part of the guild. Just take advantage of the it's guild. Literally join one. Drug and half work. Okay. <laughs> There's not one in the guild house. All right. You can go searching bars for one if you'd like. Is there a drunk at anything? No, most of the guildies are. In a tavern, is there a drunk? Yeah, at yeah, anything? you can find a tavern. Somebody with leather. Yeah, you find somebody with said leather armor. Just going to cut it off. Okay, give me a slow on the hand. It's a human woman. She's kind of like slumped over the edge. She looks like a guard woman. 16. Okay, you don't wake her up. Go ahead and give me a slight of hand. Again? Oh, it was a stealth, sorry. 14. Okay, that's easy. You just slowly like start cutting strips off of it. You 
reduce her jerkin to about a third of what it was previously and take the strips of leather out with you. Nobody spots you. It's a really late night at this point. So, All right. Take it back to the girl hall. Just do some easy leather wrapping around the hilt. And the blade is still onyx black, but it's no longer like so such a visible weapon. Yeah. Okay. So anything anybody wants to do in the town before you head out? You have like, you probably want to go to sleep at this point. We haven't used anything. Is there any scrolls that I could take with me that I could find that could help us along our way? Um, she doesn't have anything readily available that you could just take. She'd have to take some time to... Quorum is, like, really busy at this point. How long of time? Are we sleep? Didn't you just say we have to sleep here? Yeah, but she's oh. not going to stay up all night. Do we have to sleep here? You don't have to. You could leave for tonight if you like. How long till our hit points and all that run out? 24 hours, so... How long is it? Oh, yeah. Until the next day. It'd be, yeah. We would run out of hit points. Well, it's going to take us a week to get there, so. True. Right. I don't need to eat. Um, Can we pack some lunches from that hero's feast? Unfortunately not, no. Oh. Well, damn, I didn't even get to use my cool points. (laughs) Yeah, you can. Two fights you could have gotten in there if you wanted to. Nah. No, we're smart. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I'm SpongeBob at the moment. I'm not fighting anyone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not arguing with you. Okay, so what are we doing at this point? Do you want to spend the night in Heroes Feast in the morning? Do you guys want to head out tonight? Is there anything you want to grab? Sure, let's. I, I vote get the Heroes Feast in the morning. Yeah, you might never as know. Well. Never know what we can encounter. Yeah. yeah. You spend the night, wake up the next morning, have an amazing breakfast. Uh, the guild charges you ship passage. Same benefits to breakfast, yeah, exactly. right? So I don't have to rewrite them. Right. Quorum says that Namdu is on the boat waiting for you, so I wish you all the best of luck. Can't wait to meet him. Could you have gotten a map to where we're going? Sure. I was, yeah, I was thinking of doing that. Yeah, there's no map of the temple, but, but I can get you a map of where you're going. Yeah, just any, like, on the way. The tree's famous. It can be seen from the water, so. Okay. Okay. So, go all aboard a ship. It's a very large... <laughs> A very large sailing vessel. Um, a lot of you have traveled these before. It's going to basically take you over the lake. You're going to go up the river and over the lake, and it should take you pretty much where you need to go. Jules gets really seasick. Fair enough. I like it. Cool. Okay, really, so, really seasick. <coughs> it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. You get on the boat, the captain's there. Spare the dime. <laughs> <laughs> she looks you over and she says, Ah, it's our first mission. I see. All right, well. Try not to be a bother. We'll get you there and get you back. And she goes up to the wheel. And then old man comes over to you. He's wearing, like, heavy robes. He's got a giant hand, basically, embroidered into it. He's got a walking cane. And he looks you over. He goes, hmm, hmm, yes. Yes, this will do well. He's just looking you all over. We're not always like this. Yes, I'm Namdu. Hello. Yes. Nice to meet you. Yes. I'm Hi. Penny. This is Jules. Hi. I'm sorry. I really can't talk right now. <laughs> okay, okay, he packs up all that. Get it off. It's okay. Namdu will meet you at breakfast. And then he goes down into the cabin. So you've managed to scare off Namdu with your vomit. Did Nicely done. Penny. Did he just refer to himself in the third person? Uh, yeah. Okay. 
just making sure I heard that correct. It's okay, Jules, you got this. It'll be over in a week. (laughs) Um, You begin heading out? Yes. Sailing on the boat, it's gorgeous. I mean, you basically sail up the river for a little bit. And is there anything I need to know about night? Are you doing any watches on anything? Yeah, we'll do watches. How many watches to get a full rest? Three. Oh, yeah. okay. I don't so, have to sleep. How many watches with an elf? She so four, hours, four hours, so she can take two watches. So one, Is two, there something three. on the boat that I can take to better myself with seasickness? Because I only say that because Jessica right. can't step foot on a boat without getting seasick the entire time you're on a boat, unless there's something I can do. They have for. ginger root for that, okay. but it's only going to help so much. Yeah, it only helps so much. Right. So, it, that being the case. When I'm sick, he's you sick. You could cast sleep on yourself. Yes, I could, but that would use a spell slot. The only one I have all day. <laughs> so unless somebody can help me with seasickness in some form or fashion, I would say I'm at half capacity. Okay, no problem. We'll have you like a little bit of exhausted. I got none bad. for seasickness. I can cut off your other pinky and you won't be thinking about your I seasickness. Mean, what, what, what the heck would help with seasickness? I get my sea legs on about day three. But the first couple of days, there's there's not much else I can do. There's not much you could do. I um, could detect her poison and disease. <laughs> no. Not gonna help. Or inflict. Well, actually, you don't get affected the first day because of the hero's feast. Oh, really? Yeah, you're completely cleared for the first day, but then okay. after that, it, it, it hits you like a brick. Okay. Okay. That's all. Psychological. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, the hero's feast passes it out. So well, that's not because oh, she's I been gotcha. puking. Understood. Yeah. Okay. So Namdu makes his presence known sporadically throughout the day. It's usually in some way he criticizes, like the way you look or something about you. We'll go into it too much. But he has a keen eye on you. It seems like he's you see him like sneakily like spotting you around corners. And I remember the history between the Boros and the Nix. Right. And he seems Bo- incredibly Bo- suspicious of I know it's not Boros. <laughs> what is Bonos. It? Bonos? Yeah. Okay, sorry. That's, no, it's fine. That was a bit of magic. I got you. So you know he's full on suspicious of you. So I'm just going to full-on ignore the hell out of it. Oh, that's fine. As you're sailing around... All right, let's see how many days it's been since this goes down. So go me, give me a 1d6. Two. Day two. So yeah, you are a little bit seasick. Okay. So we'll just give you one exhaustion level at this point. So that just is going to be minus one to all attributes. Okay. So all your rolls, basically. Okay. Going for that suddenly without warning... You hear a large splash as these four creatures come out of the water. They're wearing crude clothing. They have the faces of fishmen with huge giant eyes that don't ever seem to blink. Water comes pouring out of their mouth as they come onto the deck. Their hands are webbed. Their feet are webbed and green. Some are wearing spears. Some have little like totems and trinkets strewn about their necks, bones and things like that. One of them is carrying a staff with like a small glowing shell on the inside of it. They come over the the deck and they look over at Namdu and they go, Whoa! and let's go ahead and go to initiatives at this point. <laughs> um. All right, Jules, what do you got? 13. Fancy. Pearl? 23 again. Wow. Penny? 21. Fallon? 16. And a Tristan. Natural one, which makes it a three. No, that's fine. You were in the back, you know, helping out your friend. Yep. 
It's true. Like by the month. <laughs> uh, you see these four creatures come and like slap onto the deck. Okie dokie. Which one? Pretty sure I have the I had 23. 23. You had 21. Oh, my God. I'm going to probably go to that close creature next to me. I can use sneak attack. Technically, you aren't hiding. But I am behind that sail right there. Oh, you can take an action to hide. That's the problem. All right. All right. All right. Can I use my long crossbow? Uh, You can. Okay. I'm going to use my long crossbow and shoot the guy that's closest to me. Sure. Go for it. Yeah. Aside from just me, you're just going to shoot somebody who came on board with, like, they're not, like, are they showing aggression? Oh, yeah, they're full aggression. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like sea creature yeah. Dudes. You see the captain, like, ringing the bell. Oh, uh, gotcha. 16. Are you firing a crossbow bolt at the yep. one that popped up? Mm-hmm. Or you see longbow. Okay. A long. Long. Long cross. That's why it says long, L cross. Long crossbow. Okay. Yeah, you definitely hit. Boom. That's not a thing. No. <laughs> Uh, go ahead and hit me with damage. Oh, light crossbow. You don't get your sneak Light attack, crossbow yeah. is what you say. Yeah, it's light. L's crossbow. Okay, okay. Should be light a D6 crossbow. plus your dex modifier. It says 1D8 plus 4. Oh, apologies. 1D8 plus 4. It'll be a 6. 6? Hey, uh, you fire your crossbow. It hits it in the leg, and it, like, seeps into it, and you see it, like, slowly kind of sink in. And it looks at you, like, grabbing it. And it goes, and it's, like, pointing a spear at you angrily. And then I'm going to use my bonus action. Okay. Did that work? To do what? Hide. Uh, if you have that ability, you don't actually get it to level two. That's the point of being a rogue. To get level to level two? Level two. <laughs> okay. We then need to kill I'm going to use my bonus action and flip them off. Fair enough. <laughs> you can use those as a free. Any kind of movement stuff yeah. I need to know about? Any movement? Oh, I saw 25 speed. Yes. If you want I'm to not going to move, no. Okay. Uh, Penny, hit me. All right, which one did she... She fired at the one I assume was close to it right there. Which one's the one in charge? Uh, it's the one on the far right. The same one? No, sorry, my right. They all in a row uh, on the edge there? Yeah, they all jumped up okay. onto the deck. Okay, I will... They did a little penguin iceberg thing. They fire my crossbow at the one in charge? Sure. 16 to hit. Oh, yeah. Nine points of damage. Okay. Boom, you hit him dead center in the chest, and you hear him <gasps> wheezing as he holds on to the crossbow. He's still up, though. Okay. I will use my move. Okay. Got it. Yep. Fallon? I will longbow the one diagonal from me on this Close end. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The one that has a crossbow bolt in his leg. Yeah. Okay. How are you just He's hurt. I'll walk up to him then. Okay. You walk up drawing your two swords or one? Did I decide on two swords? You said you were willing. You had two swords on your back, but right. and you can only draw one if you want, or you can draw both. It's up to you. I'll draw both. Okay. So she pulls out these two elven long swords, etched out and beautiful, very elegant looking weapons. Ooh, shiny, yeah. So do I roll two attacks? Or uh, you start with the first attack. There's only, yeah. Right. This thing is rolling. I gotta okay, it's fine. 17? Uh, 17 will hit. So go ahead and roll me your damage. Nine. Nine. As 
the merfolk creature is like holding his leg with the crossbow, you just elegantly come up and just backhand cut him down. He just drops onto the deck in a wet, sloppy, gross sound. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything else? Bonus um, action movement? Do I have my bonus action as my second? You can't attack with your. Attack? Yeah, you can't attack with your offhand as a bonus. You just don't get your ability score to the damage. So you'd only do 1d8 points of damage. Right. But you do get your proficiency still. But I don't roll with disadvantage. Correct. Or okay. Yeah, take me over to the other hurt guy if I can. You no. moved how many up to now? Uh, she was like to the right. That was 15. Okay, 15. How much can you move? 35. Go for it. 13. 13 to hit? Yeah. Uh, that does not hit, actually. Offhanded, you go to swipe, and he looks very fear- fearful of you and moves back quickly. Okay. Uh, that's all your stuff. Now it's their turn. The one you just attacked pulls out a small spear and goes to stab you with it. And he takes vengeance for his friend. He just and goes and attacks at your leg. You're expecting him to go for your body. Sorry, he crit just to make the listeners aware. Uh, that's going to be a... And I rolled a six and a five for damage. So that'll be 13 points of damage. Okay. Are you still standing? Well, do I have the extra? No. You don't. No, okay. no. It's the second day, unfortunately. Yeah, I have. I'm still up. Okay. Uh, the trident goes, like, through oh. your fleshy part of your leg. Mm-hmm. And it, it, like, looks at you and goes... Oh, ah, like, right in your face. And you can smell old dead fish. Gross. Yeah. The second one will head towards the cleric of bonus and I go to attack him. He goes to stab him. Bonus, you see him try to block with his staff, and he seems a little bit more nimble than he should, but he's not able to deflect the spear. Damn, I'm all hot today. Uh, he takes eight points of damage as he's stabbed, like, through the side. I mean, it's not enough to really pierce heavily through it. He's able to block a little bit of it, but he does get cut severely. The last one looks around at all of you and points at the small one with the crossbow. He says, gah, 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 gah. And it's, there's this eldritch feeling that comes about you. It's very disturbing. And these three slimy electrical bolts come shooting from his hand. You take nine points of damage. Does that drop you? Nope. No. Okay. So these like they hit you and like electrify with like this black energy. You recognize it as a magic missile. And then he like raises up his And hands. which one did this come from? This came from the that guy? There, the mage one. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Jules, you're up. All right. Am I 120 feet away from that guy? I don't know. Do I have to count him out? Yeah, I just moved forward 30. You should be able to catch up. That's more than enough, yeah. All right. I'm going to Firebolt. Okay, go ahead. Roll to hit. Well, you're I'll minus ask. Minus one, because the deck is rocking back um, and forth. And you're so, green. girls, I can only do that sleep spell once a day. Should I use it now, or should I try something lighter? Well, we're all pretty hurt. You know what? I... I can't get close enough to cast sleep. It's a range of 90 feet. 
5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. That's just a center point, so you can probably, yeah. you can get them. I can get them. Okay, so then I decide to cast Sleep. Uh, um, you can get all three without popping one of your allies. Okay, perfect. Cool. And I roll 5d8 to yep. see how many hit points. There is no it's kind of ironic that you cast Sleep on people and just because I like to sleep is not ironic. <laughs> for coincidental, the least. Mm-hmm. Does Jules like to sleep? Or yes, Jules likes to sleep. Uh, Sixteen and four is twenty. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight, and then do I add anything to that? My spell attack bonus. No, no, just no. what you got on the dice. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Okay. The mage that was already hit. He goes, he falls asleep. And the one in front of the cleric, no, I'm sorry, who is that? That is Fallon. The Fallon falls asleep, but the one in front of the annoying cleric uh, still stays awake. Okay, let's look up. Yeah, Namdu's assailant is still there. Okay, Uh, bonus action movement, anything you want to do? I already used my movement, and I have nothing that it's anything with bonus action, so I'm done. Okay. Atrissa? Um, am I within 120 feet of like, the only guy who's standing? For sure. Oh, probably. And you might have to move up a little bit. Got a two on my wild magic search, nice. not a one. Thanks for reminding me about that. <clears throat> I will move up my full 30 feet. Okay. Not there. And I'm going to guiding bolt the only guy Ooh. who's still standing. I like that spell. Me too. It's a fun spell. Yeah. If yeah. it hits. Oh, it does not hit. That's a 10. No, no. How's it going to manifest, though? It's going to be kind of like a streak of emerald green, kind of just like light that goes out, and it kind of has like these little dark streaks in it, and just goes really wide. Oh, God. Beautiful. No, I like it. So you haven't haven't gotten used to this yet, so we're still working on it. I'm on a boat. Yeah, you are on a boat. (laughs) Uh, Pearl. Nobody's dead yet? One guy is One dead. guy is. The one that's close to me? Yeah. The other two are passed out, and the one that's fighting Namdu is still up. Go after the one with Namdu. Okay. I'm going to move close to Fallon. As close as I can. I move 25. All right. Cool. And I'm going to use the, we call it a light cross? Yeah, light crossbow. Light crossbow. And if she hits, does she get sneak attack? No, not unless she hides. She has to be in combat within, within five oh, feet. Oh, she has to be within five yeah, feet. Yeah. Wait, that's a nat 20. Is it a nat 20? Yep. Okay. Um, it's in the middle of attacking Namdu and doesn't even realize that you're a threat. So you fire and like hit it at the base of the skull. Go ahead and roll your damage. I'm impressed with the number of nat 20s we've gotten. So that would be eight plus four. Okay, 12 is still enough. So, yeah, you fire and you just hear... Oh, did you get an 8 and a 7? I got 8 and a 1 plus 1. There we go, I thought so. Cool. Uh, You hear a satisfying crunch as his spine just... And he falls to the... That gave me the chills. Yeah. (laughs) At that, the crew starts to come up and they see these things and they just start hacking at him with... I'm going to moot him. Okay, they're all dead, but... I mean, they're all 
at this point, they like sleep. Sleep. Well, the crew comes up and sees them, and they start picking them up and throwing them overboard. I mean, isn't it any? Is there any advantage to interrogating or seeing why they were? You can try if you want, but you don't even spoke speak Kato. Yeah, you just spoke in water. Nandu does. Nandu, yeah. Nandu, did you understand anything they said? I didn't understand anything they were saying. Fine then. I'm still going to moon them and happy dance. Um, can I look over their bodies before they get tossed overboard? Sure, you can tell the, the crew to stop. Yeah. I'd like to search their bodies for anything valuable, sure. weapons. Yeah, there's fetishes. Their weapons are very crude, like rock and flint. What about that shiny Spirit. shell staff? The shiny shell staff. Say that by the seashore. shell by the seashore is, it does look like it's magical in some way or another. I'm going to take it. Okay, you can grab it. Um... um yeah. Hi, I'm the magic person on this. Don't you think that I should uh, take a look at that? I saw shiny. I took it. Yeah. I'd like to have that. Well, you have to identify the whole thing first. So, uh, anything else you want to do besides that? Was there any valuables or anything? Nothing that you would consider valuable. I don't think there's anything else that I would care about now. No. no. The rest of crew kind of ends their life and hastily throws them over, and the captain comes down. And she's like. Ugh, God, he's burdened on the, the land. Somebody needs to go through and find out where they nest and just murder them all. All right, let's go. This happened a lot. Eh, it happens maybe once a month, says. But generally, the crew's on the ball, but we had you aboard, so everybody's been slacking. But we'll keep them in the crow's nest. And she continues on. The staff, give me a knowledge arcana. Have you used the arcana since you... Uh, no, I have that? not. So you get advantage. Pearl, can I have the staff? Yes. Okay. Oh, you guys are getting along. That is a 16. Okay. It's a staff of the sea and the air. So when holding it, you can cast breathe air on four people or breathe water on four people. Okay. I will uh, hold on to that. Okay. There's no charges. You can just do it as you like. So the breathe air will be like a natural pocket of elemental air that's basically in front of their face. And how long does breathe air at last? Um, it'll last an hour. But you could use it in toxic environments as well. Or breathe water. Yeah, you can use that underwater. Or you just breathe water. Could we heal Fallon or what? Yeah. Oh, no. And also, Who's a heal? Fallon's like... I have one hit point. I have two. Wow. <laughs> okay. Well, you we can say you, get, you basically get taken back to your cabin and wrapped up. No healing magic is necessary. So at this point, we'll say you sleep another day. You, you notice most of their wounds were really just superficial bruising. I mean, you're going to have a deep bruise for a day or two, but it'll be gone. Um, at this point, we'll level up as well. So, yeah. Let's go ahead and take a little commercial break and let the ladies do all that stuff, and we'll get right back to you. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. This is Kim. I play Fallon. I just wanted to remind you to check out our website at hawaii5-e.com. You can listen to all of our character backgrounds there and learn more about each of us. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram with Y5-E. Also, you can find us and listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, anywhere you can listen to podcasts. And don't forget to tell your friends. And welcome back. Okay, everybody's leveled up. They are OP'd their characters up. We're good to go. So as you continue sailing, nothing incredibly interesting happens. 
you sail for a few more days, and then Captain basically starts ringing a bell, getting your attention. He goes, there she is. And as you come around the crest, you see this tree. It's easily 50 feet high. It's just one of the biggest trees you've ever seen. It's blossoming, and it's not just blossoming like one type of blossom. It's blossoming pink, it's blossoming red, orange, purple, green, blue. And it's all kinds of strange different flowers that don't make sense that shouldn't be next to each other. And she goes, ah, it's magnificent, it's so lucky. And basically goes back and sits down with the rest of the crew and they all kind of marvel at it as they go by. If you've ever been to D.C. during the Cherry cherry Blossom Parade, it's, it's that feeling, sorry. It's a gorgeous tree. I'm going to go climb up the mask to kind of look at it. Sure. Yeah. You don't even have to roll or anything for it. You go up, you look. It's it's a very giant tree. It's definitely got some kind of magical nature about it. Okay. Captain basically lowers down anchor, puts out the dinghies, and says, well, on your way. All right, let's go. Okay. So you all pour through, go over. Namdu goes with you. He's oddly silent. You... I sit on the opposite end of the boat. Right? Okay, perfect. He would do the same for you if he came up. So, going to the tree, you walk up to it, and it's just this giant, magnificent thing. It's just incredible. There's all kinds of petals and flowers on the ground. It doesn't seem to be any natural animals or anything pollinating them. They just keep going over and over and over. Go give me a religion check, actually. Anybody trained in the camp as well? That's only a 12. 12, Okay. You just feel a wave of positive energy basically come across you. Um, that's all I can explain it. That's all I can tell you. It just feels good. Yeah, feel, you all feel good. Okay, walking around the tree, you do see a structure. It's very dilapidated. It looks maybe 30 or 40 years old. There are some greenery and vineage basically coming up, and it looks like pulling down the structure. There's a large door there that's been ripped off the hinges. Uh, Namdu looks at you all unexpectedly and says, says, well, get to it. And he like sits down next to the tree and pulls out a large pipe and starts smoking it. So you're not coming in with us? No, I hired you to do the work. You do the work. That's what I'm not going to do the work. Okay. Can you spare us any knowledge about what we're facing? Uh, it was abandoned. We don't know anything about it. A plus? Anything to offer? It wouldn't help you. Here. Yeah, don't fail in your knowledge. And he basically gives you a guidance, which will last for a minute. To her or all of us? Just to her. You can only do one. All right. It was a very backhanded guidance. Are you ladies ready to go in? No time like the present. I have my mage armor cast already. Our hit points? Hit points are back to full. Yep. Am I capable of checking for traps yet? Yeah, you will be. Always. You can do it at any point. Yeah. Okay. Let's have two people check for traps. That's a good idea. Who has a good investigation number? I only have two. Not I. Not so good at finding things like that. Okay. Pearl, what's your investigation number? One. Oh, okay. So you and I both will check for traps. Anybody have any problem with that? That's great. You go first, I'll go last. Okay. Well, go going up to the temple, you see the temple is made out of uh, green and black marble. The doors that are there are wooden. One of them has fallen over onto its side. One of them is still open. They're all iron studded. It looks like one of them was bashed in and 
something happened. You don't know exactly what. It looks like it was decades ago. Anyone with a passive survival can make one. Oh, a what? Survival check, oh. if you like. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what's changing it? Doesn't matter. Five. Twenty. Twenty? Okay. Looking at the, the ground in front of the door, there are tracks going in and out of it. Some of them appear to be human. Some of them appear to be less than human. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you do find droppings of some kind of flying creature as well. Okay. Okay. Bird? Bat? Don't know. Is it white? It's white and has bone in it. I'm going to lay on my back and see if I see anything flying above me. Nope. Okay. Okay. So we're going to go up and check the door for traps. Is that right? Yep. Okay. Go for it. 19. 16. Okay. Going up to the door, looking for traps. You look at the door that's fallen over, and it appears that it's on a hinge, and you can kind of lift it up. As you're looking, you do see a strange tripwire with bells on it, and looks like some flatware, plates, and saucers. There's a trap. Could you disarm it, please? Can I disarm it? Yes. Sure. All right, I'm going to disarm it. Okay, you easily, like, cut the string and tie it around a little piece of root that's sticking out. Uh, Looking at the trap, you realize it's just some kind of loud alarm trap. A what? An alarm. Oh, cool. But it looks looks like it's not a sophisticated correct trap it's it's put together with bits and pieces of things that people have found here correct okay all right okay okay disarmed Disarmed. what next would anyone like someone to go first okay who's going in first does anybody have anything to help us sneak well she can go in i can hide behind her that's true i'm fine with that all right let's just uh stealthily go in so we don't they don't know where you're yet Okay, who's going in first? So, those two. I will come behind. We're going in together. And we're going in as a group, but as stealthily as possible. I assume you pointed out the tripwire to me? Yeah, Yeah, she just able to. Okay, I need a cadence. Is it you two are going in first? Okay, and then how much space between the next person? I'll go in after them. How much distance? Five feet. Okay. So, two going in first. Go ahead and give me stealth rolls. Haley, that's you too. Oh, sorry. 23. Alan, how far behind her? Hmm? How far behind her? Close. 26. 26? Okay. So the two of you walking into the room, you look and it is just a grand foyer. It's about 30 feet by 30 feet. And there is a door on each wall, the one in front of you, the wall to the east and the wall to the west. Above you is just a giant circle with a hand, like a human hand inside of it. You know this is a symbol of Bonos, so he's a god of knowledge. It just looks like it's designed in such a way to make you think the hand's going to come down and basically crush anybody who's unworthy in the room. It's the vibe you get. Everything is made of marble. There's a fancy fountain inside that's been dry and skated for years. There's a little bit of stagnant water, actually, at the bottom of it. There's a smell of, like, guano all over the place. When you walk into the room, you immediately spot four creatures on the ceiling. They're like small bat-like, but they have very long, pointy noses. They're red in nature. They're hanging upside down asleep. Have I told you how much I appreciate your passive perception? It's going to be an amazing game. (laughs) The two in front of you don't spot them up there. Hey, guys. 
since I'm only five feet behind them, can they hear me? Yeah, that's fine. Yes. She points up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my finger over my mouth first and then point up. Yeah. How big are they? They're not very large. They're about two and a half feet, three feet. They have okay. very pointy noses, though. Do they look asleep? They do look asleep. Yeah. This is early afternoon, just to make it clear. Okay, let's not wake them. Well, our job is to clear this temple, so we can can try and scare them out, we can try and trap them, or we can kill them. How many are there? Four. Do we we each have a bow? Yeah, what if we all took eight of them? They look like a cross between a bat, but a red bat, and some kind of reptile. But they have very pointed noses. Do they have hands? No. Just wings. Just wings. Yeah. They have those little weird hands on the end of their wings. No. Um, no. Give me a knowledge nature for anybody who has it. You don't have to be trained. Maybe you encountered these in the past. Fifteen. Seven. Eight. No. Kind of heard of these things. You know they have something to do with sucking blood out of people. They're not incredibly strong or powerful, but they're very deadly if you're weak. Okay. So I'm just going to gesture to the group to kind of imply, like... Taking? Do you want to kill them? Yeah, I'd like to kill them. Okay. Just get it over with. So you have a light crossbow. You have a bow. I have a bow. I do have a light crossbow as well as a cantrip kind of spell. Oh, magic missile. I have magic missile. Do you want to burn for a little spell in this thing? No. Yeah, I think if we, there's four of us with a long distance weapon. The ceiling? the ceiling is 30 feet. Okay. Yeah. So I'll take aim on this one, you take aim on that one, you take aim on that one, and do you have, I'll a, here do you have a range weapon? No. I can do some magic if okay. I need to. I'll hold the well, cantrip. We should have advantage because they're asleep. So we're all saying triggers and going to do yeah. try to fire simultaneously? Okay. Yeah. I sure. think they're firing simultaneously, and I'm going to hold my cantrip for anything that lives afterwards. Oh, because no. oh, there's yeah. four of us. Gotcha. Right. Do yeah. we have advantage? Uh, you will have they're advantage. Asleep. Yeah, yeah. they are asleep. If you hit, you also will do critical damage. Okay, great. Okay. Everyone ready? Yep. Let's do this. Okay. Um, okay. Ooh, I got 19. 13 is your target. Yeah. You got crit. Okay, you're going to get crit anyway if you hit, so that's cool. 14. 14 hits. 14. I'll hit. Okay, go ahead and roll me critical damage. By the way, I didn't mess in that I was hitting my crossbow. Okay, that's fine. Okay, uh, go ahead and start giving me damage. Nine. Nine? Okay. Okay, that one drops. Jules? Eight. Eight, that one drops. 13. 13, that one drops. Right, critical damage means you roll twice? Yes, so you'll roll 2d6 so plus... Wait. You know, I, use my, I would do 2d8. 2d6 plus 2d8. 2d6 oh. plus 2d8. Oh, we'll yeah. yeah. Wait, so we add them? She gets sneak attack. You'll get double you roll, damage. You rolled your 2d8. 2d8 plus your... Oh. So I did so 2d6 plus 15. 8? Yeah. 2d6, 2D6 plus 2d8 plus so your damage. So you roll four dice. Jesus Going to be four, enough. Four, four damage dice. Here. Do you need another D8? <laughs> I think this is, this is pretty much guaranteed to murder, but it's, yeah, I was like, this is it's fun enough. Well, it's kind of actually a small die, so well, that's fine. And add your bonus. 
10 plus 4, 14. 14? That's more than enough. So, nice. you all just take aim. One, two, three. There's just a cacophony of thum, and they just fall down to the ground, impaled or fried or dead. However, you murdered them. Yeah. Good job, guys. Yeah. You didn't even need me. Yeah. They all drop to the ground. Okay. Can I look over them? And sure. Are they poisonous? Do they have a tooth? Going around them, you don't think they're poisonous. You do think you could maybe make some kind of crude dagger or weapon out of their beaks that they have. You could probably carve them around and make a, a vampiric arrow out of them if you wanted to. Yeah, I'll take the four beaks. Sure. And uh, I, at least create vampiric arrowheads or something. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do that and maybe give them to. Uh, it's a penny later for a yeah. present. Well, that'll be crafting <laughs> necessary. Yeah. Buy a bowyer. I'm only have one bowyer right now. But. Yeah. I'm gonna Sweet. look at the uh, the grave cleric. I'm gonna go. Do you sacrifice these to your gods? No, bro. That's that's not how my god works. Uh, you know, maybe gun. maybe they do it out. You should ask the guy outside. I think you should. We should bring these to him. Yeah. Without beaks? Yeah. Do you want to leave them? Bring these to the guy. I mean, I'm good. I, I, let's just leave them here. Yeah, but we yeah. can show them later. Yeah, sure. So the three doors here are presented to you. Um, they're all brass brass bound. Look like a mixture of stone and some kind of metal. You don't recognize. Um, you have a choice. They all look exactly the same. I go Be up to the first door and listen closely. So, check for traps. Smell, taste, see here. Okay. We'll assume the first one, right? Okay. Go ahead and give me perception. For traps, yeah. Correct. And I call um, Pearl up to help me. That's Eighteen nat- natural one. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like searching the crevices, and Pearl puts her hand on it to like look through the people and pushes the door open. <laughs> okay. uh, I reached up to the door and pushed it open. Okay, uh, you kind of fall forward a little bit and you give Pearl a look and she's just, what are you going to do? Okay, this opens into a large coat room, it looks like. There's all kinds of desiccated robes basically hanging on hangers. There's little places for sandals that have rotted away or been eaten by a rodenta. Rodentia? Rodentia. Rodents. And there's droppings all over the place. But other than that, it doesn't look incredibly interesting. There's no exit or entrance for this. It's just a 10 by 10 room. If I shuffle through the pockets of a few coats, do I find anything interesting? Give me an investigate. Go for it. Four. Four. Uh, You go to touch one of them and it just crumbles apart in your hand. Be a little more careful on the next investigation of the door, please. We don't want to accidentally push something open. Well, if I had a shiny seashell staff, <laughs> you wouldn't know <laughs> what to do with it. Let's go. Uh, do you want the door, the double doors the, in front of you or the door? The middle doors. So we'll just go from okay. one to the other. Will you help, Pearl? Yeah, what am I doing? Looking for traps? Mm hmm. 19. 19? 15. Uh, listening in on this door, you don't hear anything on the other side of it. You basically run your dagger along the edge of the door. Don't feel anything catch along it. Uh, you believe it's okay. You listen over at the door, it's just cold air. Okay, and um, come over and let's check the last door before we decide where to go. Okay. 
Eleven. Eleven. Uh, listening at the store, you hear the ocean. It's very strange. But looking around for traps, you don't really notice anything. All right, guys. So the far right door is coat room. The middle door doesn't have any signs of anything. And this door on the left has signs of the ocean, but also doesn't look so we can open it. Maybe we should check the middle door first. It's very nothing. Just get that one out of the way. Sure. Who wants to open it? I'll open. open. You want to? You can open it. You go. I'll hide behind you. Okay. You want to open it? I'm down to open all the doors. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Go for it. Okay. I just open the door. Anything Uh, particular? You're just trying to handle it opening? I mean, I want to kick it down, but I'm not going to. It's up to you. Hold hold it in. Okay. So you hold in all that aggression and just turn the knobs, open the door. You burst it open. The hallway is basically covered in small webbing. It goes on for at least 50 feet down to another set of double doors. There are two doors on each side of the hallway. The webbing just looks like it's coated on the ceiling more than anywhere like else. Cobwebs? No, like webbing. Like made of string? Like a thick webbing. Like, like the web spell web? Huh? Like all the way down? No, no, it's just, just it's ceiling. all on the ceiling. It's, it's like a a thick, it's the thickest spider. web you've ever seen in your life. Can we close that door? Uh, yeah. Just, just close the door. You no, open it. No, let's and just pretty sure that's what's in there. Close the door. I just close it for now. Can I burn it? It already knows we're here. It has tremor sense. Huh? Can I burn it? Uh, it's up to you. Okay, so there's still the door on the left. The ocean door? Yeah, there's a door that has the sound of an ocean. I feel like you should go with the staff because maybe you can breathe underwater or something. So do you want to deal with something with the ocean door or what are we doing? I Check think it. we should just attack go into the middle door because if we go to the ocean door and whatever kind of giant arachnid is in that middle already saw me, then we'll be fighting at both ends. That's just my thought. Like, True, you did not say you opened the door stealthily at all. I mean, you can't really open a, stealth- a door stealthily with yeah, that much web. I mean, with all the web, though. It wasn't webbed. It was just web on the ceiling. But anyway, yeah, let's go ahead and consider... I have Firebolt. As soon as you open the door, I can cast Firebolt and set the whole thing on fire. Okay. What are we deciding on? Or you can set a trigger to do yeah. it when you see the spider. Or the, something. Are we doing the ocean door or the spider door? Spider door. And I'm going to set a trigger that the first bad guy that I see, my Firebolt goes off. Okay. The problem with that is, yeah, that's fine. You can't really set a trigger like that when you don't have an idea of the target, but it's okay. We'll figure it well, out. Well, we have an idea of the target Creature. with the spider web. Well, you think there'll be a target, but we'll figure it out. Okay, so we're going to go into the door. So you open the door. So the spider web room is there. There's a door down the hallway about 20 feet. There's another door to your left down the hallway about 20 feet. Or there's double doors at the end of the hallway 50 feet down. Okay, do we know what kind of attack... Oh, giant spider might. Give me knowledge nature. See if yeah. any of you fought a spider. Before. We can tell if there's if there was something like hiding in the web, we'd see it, right? Or is if it you had like, a good enough spot, you would. Anyone can give knowledge nature, even if you don't really. Know. Do we have a good enough spot? I don't know. Can somebody check, take a look at the web, and see if there's anything up there? Passive perception. Can I climb the web? She. It's just passive. She just kind of knows it. Yeah. Does she see it? I need to know what's going on, what people are doing at this point. Okay. I mean, there's no. 
I think we should just go in if we're doing it anyway. Well, we can fight from the door, too, if something, like, I could throw something into the room, make a noise, and then see what happens. Can we all do a nature check, see if we've seen it before? I did. I rolled a nine. That'll be 18. 13. 18's the highest so far? 12. 18, you know that spiders generally like to entangle their victims first? And then they inject them with a tranquilizing poison of some kind. And then they like to drink the juices down. Okay, I'm just going to share whatever little knowledge I have with everybody. Okay. Maybe light a little torch. Sure. From my adventure backpack. Got it. Can I light a torch too? Of course. Okay. So I'll have my, I mean, I guess I'll have my rapier. Do you you take a look up in the web and see if you see anything? I have a heavy crossbow I yes. think I was waiting for DS. It's just passive. She just pops yes, it. I don't but she only has a range of a certain amount. So. Okay. I mean, I could absolutely look, but there's no guarantee it would be higher than a 20. Yeah. Right. So what are we doing? So I've got a little torch. Mm-hmm. I have my action ready, and I we're a torch too. Right. going yeah. in. Just go in. Okay, who's going first? Let's go. All right, start bringing down the web to yeah, get through it. Standard it's operating high procedure high should be okay. okay. she walks in first. Uh, the ceiling in this room is only 15 feet. So, so 30. That was the, the, previous, the room. previous room. All right. Okay. So 15 feet with the web. Like the web's not touching anyone. The web is five feet. So you could lift up. Light the web on fire as you walk in? Yeah. Okay. So you walk in the room and light the web on fire? Mm-hmm. Okay. It catches immediately like a spark. Right. And it just starts to go through, and smoke just starts billowing out. As that's happening, you hear noises, like screeches and clicks. And a lot of scuttling. And then suddenly, Fallon looks at all of you, and she gets a weird look on her face, and she grabs her arm, and she vanishes. What? Bye-bye, Fallon. What just like, happened? Disappeared? What just happened? Vanished. Was she was she in the back of the group or the middle of the group? Did we all see it happen? Yeah. You all saw it happen. Okay. It looks like she went and grabbed her hand where her pinky was or would have been, and then she vanished. Huh? Okay. okay. What just happened? And huh? then I look back down the hallway to make sure there's nothing coming. No, there's smoke billing out of the hallway, but other than that, nothing. Okay. And at this point, we're going to end the episode. We'll get it back next week. Good luck to you all. Bye. Bye. (laughs) This is how you end. Bye. Bye.